Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to Myths, I'm Matt Hoss, and today we have Dan has put up his hand for very politely at the start of this podcast, which is always a, a nice way to start. Yes, I'll take questions. Dan, what is your question? Um, in true Myths fashion, literally just as you said the first syllable of the episode, my washing machine started beeping horrifically loudly and I'm going to have to go sort that out. <laughs> welcome to Myths, everyone. <laughs> literally just before I pressed record, we spent about, I would say... I would say two months avoiding this podcast. I would say uh, we also left about... Uh, Dan's actually left. I was going to say a very hilarious thing there, but uh, he's, I'll, I'll say it to you, listener. Um, uh, just before the, the start of the podcast, um, uh, we'd been like, we hadn't been talking that much, been quite busy, and then we um, <laughs> then we uh, um, tried to record it today. I forgot to reply. Then we said, "Do you want to do one?" So this is this is an on the fly podcast recording, which is a very exciting thing. However, um, that being said, um, it took about half an hour to do tech, so we are running uh, cautiously out of time. But when are we when are we ever on time with myths? Because we say we'd like to do a short episode, and it turns out actually they're all. <laughs> three hours long so yeah we, we are always stooping the barrels of uh, unprofessionalism here and talking about barrels of unprofessionalism dan rhodes is coming back in after touching his uh washing machine he's got a um a face mask on he's wearing uh a, i would say a, a jumper that makes him look a bit like jack reacher and uh yeah um and now he's back hi dan hello, hello. how was your washing machine really good thank you I just put yeah. it on a spin cycle now, so it should shut it up for quite a few minutes. Well, well, as I was just saying, we have a lot of professionalism on this podcast, and I actually filled in for that whole time. I'm not going to cut a single bit of it, mate. Nor, so. should, nor should you. No, uh, nor should I. We, we did those about a couple of couple of years ago. That's a little Norse joke. Um, remember when we did a live show? That was a long time ago. <laughs> it was when the world was a different place. Um, I like that you've just filled in, because now it means we don't have to do any of that horrific... Hey Matt, how you doing? Ramble, which let's be honest, Wait. we all hate. Uh, Wait, do you hate it? So... I like it. It's my favorite part. Uh, uh, what? If you don't like the, you don't like catching up with me. No, I didn't. I didn't just say that. You lit- uh, we literally recorded it, mate. <laughs> Is that? What? I think it's time for you to go back to your uh, washing machine, put another spin cycle on, <laughs> to get out of that awkward hole right there. Um. But yeah, all right, Dan, I'll ask you how you're doing. But if I did ask you how you're doing, how would you respond? If theoretically you did ask me how I was doing, I would probably reply something along the lines of, yeah, very good, quite busy. Um, I've actually been socialising quite a lot recently, which I know is a boast. <laughs> a boast? Are you saying that I don't socialise with anyone? No, I'm just saying that, you know, it's, it, it might be a boast to people listening. Of course, yeah. It's yeah. it's a difficult time, isn't it? It is a difficult If you're listening time. to this and you've got, I don't know, three friends, and then you find out that I have two four of them friends, as... that's going to yeah. seem like a boast. Yeah, it, I, I always feel like you're trying to rub it in my face. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. like, you, you're like, oh, I'm Dan. I live in London. I have a wage and I own. Uh, I, I, yeah, you've got a lot well, of stuff. You I own a lot Dan. more than I do now. You've got a whole house. 
Yeah, to be fair. But that, I only got that house out of spite, just to spite you, though. Like, <laughs> there's no other reason. Do you know what's crazy is? We started... I just can't believe that we started this episode many, many years ago. I don't even know the date. Twenty. Wait, this episode 16, of this 17? podcast? The, the, the whole... No, I mean the whole of myths. Because you said this episode. We started this episode many years ago. Well, it's like, all just one, for three minutes. It's all just one big episode, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you still don't understand how podcasts work, do you? <laughs> um, <laughs> God, my level of of unprofessionalism astounds me sometimes. But uh, you were saying about myths as a so when a I canon. when we started myths as an entity. There were so many early episodes where you were living in your car. Yeah, it's and, it's and you had all these girl problems, and now you have a house. You own a house and a lot of girl problems. A... <laughs> Got nine nine problems, but a house isn't one. Yeah, uh, good TV show, but uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, life's changed a lot for me, Dan. I feel like I, I go through a lot of change quite a lot, and I feel like you're you're quite like, you go through change, but it's more not more subtle. I'd say like. You know, like you're all in the same vibe, I would say. What's the, what's been the character growth for Dan in the last four years? Last four years, the character growth for Dan is well, I did move to London, the big the big smog. But did you already you were there beforehand, right? We started when you were in London, right? Matt, I don't know when we started this. We started it's well, late about, 2017. I can tell you, broadcast. I've been doing this my whole life, as far as I'm concerned. I don't even know. <laughs> You do know that's not how podcasts work either. <laughs> it's like I saw this on day one out the womb. That was episode one. It's called the birth. Yeah. There we go. Um. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why Well, I have had a few jobs, haven't I? Yeah, you you absolutely. I've been unemployed quite a few times too. I had moments of fun employment. Um, several episodes of this podcast have been during times where I did not have any work and I was just living the best life. Yeah. Do you prefer to be busy or do you prefer having like having that free time? I think ultimately being busy is better. Like I, I joked about the socializing, but it's true. Like now the world's gone back to a little bit of normality, um, you know, whether we agree with that or not. Um, we, you know, it's nice to be able to go out for dinners and meet new people and <laughs> see people that live in other parts of London that before, you know, during lockdown and stuff, you just didn't get to see. You kind of were in your bubble. It's nice. I've really started. You know, theatres have opened back up. Seen quite a few shows recently. Nice. Yeah, work's going well. I found out the other day though that um, because my contract ends in June for this current job I'm doing, and I found out the other day that if I want to stay on, I have to reapply for the job. What? That's That's lame. That's how the government do their like contracting. And I, I'm wondering if I do want to do that or if I want to maybe explore other things matthew dan this is great oh you're having your moment dan here we go dan what what's what's what you what's the thing you're going to explore are you going to become like a famous actor you're going to become the star of your own show what are you going to do dan well the problem is is i've already got myths which as we know is a huge commitment on both our parts Um, (laughs) a huge commitment once every two months (laughs) well we talk about the same subjects over and over Uh, no realistically it's the acting or it's the travel, or a job that requires, allow, or a job that allows me to travel, or a job that allows me to do acting. Yeah. Or well, a job that allows me to act and travel, or a job that allows me to travel and act. No, that's the, that's the same thing. Um, I feel that, like, well, you have so many options there, Dan. <laughs> but, yeah, the truth is, I, I, I do, I, but we should I think be. Sh- the world's an exciting place. 
could you like this is this is not for me i think you should do whatever good for you but maybe you could become a famous actor so you can plug this podcast <laughs> that'd yeah, be so handy just how you're gonna become a famous comedian to plug this podcast I mean, I've been, I've been trying. Here's the problem, though. You become a famous actor and you'll just plug the shit out of Castable. No. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I'd, I'd do it to Miffs as well. Yeah, probably. Um, I saw comedy the other day and I thought of you. What, uh, was it good comedy or was it... This guy uh, was what... bombing so hard on stage and I thought... Oh, no, oh, man, no. I haven't seen him perform in a while. It's safe perform. It's mostly a cry <laughs> and like just shout at the audience. Yeah. I've just recorded a YouTube special um, on that. Well, I recorded like a, I'm trying to do like a how to series on like stand up comedy on there as well. Like nice. I, I, I did one which is how to not do uh, open mic comedy. And my goodness, I just thought like this. I, I just remain me remember all the bad times I've died on stage. If you know what I mean, which is a lot, a lot of memories. <laughs> I've died. I've died, I've died more than most comedians. No, I was, um, no, I was thinking of you just because it was live comedy and I think you would have really enjoyed it. It was quite a few, so three really good comedians and Phil Wang was one of them. Um, <laughs> I think there's three really good comedians and Phil Wang. No, Phil Wang was there, but he wasn't even the headliner. He did a really, really good job. Um, a guy called Phil Nichols was doing the headlining. Oh, Phil Nichols, yeah. Do you know him? He was quite hilarious in the sense that he was technically bombing. Like he did not actually, he hadn't really written jokes. He kept saying he'd only really got setups. And he was kind of obviously doing the whole, these are brand new jokes, let's just like test the water. But yeah. the reason I thought of you is, he was a really good example, I think, of if you're a comedian and you're going to bomb, is if you just do it with energy and you acknowledge that you're bombing, and but you just keep like just going for it. And then when it doesn't land, you make, you go, oh, whoops. And then you go the next one. And like as long as you keep the, because he kept the energy up here the whole time, it didn't ever really feel like he was bombing. Yeah, I think you know it's I mean? a, yeah, I think there's a certain amount of confidence that you need to kind of like be like, ah, it's okay. But I feel that if you go, oh, that was a bit shit, you can, you can get away with it one or two times. But after that, I feel that people do start to lose faith in you a little bit and be like, oh, and it's this important is to know that there, he did have some joke. Like it wasn't like there weren't times when it did land. It's just there were so many jokes he said that could have that that weren't really punchlines. And instead mm-hmm. of just going, oh, 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 like some comedians would, he just goes. <laughs> Next one, like, <laughs> and I, I, there's a little bit of sl- a sly shade there, people, because Dan said, "Oh, you know, comedian to go like, oh, 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 that's my whole set." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but when you bomb, you do it funny because you'll be like, you'll say a joke. Uh, let me do it. Let me do it. I've never done an impression of Matt Hoss doing comedy, but I can try. Yeah, have a go. Have a go. Um, um, what's a good one? You'd be like, you'd be like, and then <laughs> the girl is like. I'm in the club and and she's like, oh, and I'm vegan, so it's <laughs> it's awkward. Oh, oh, oh. did I just come my pants on stage? <laughs> oh no, god! I haven't, finished, I haven't finished. I haven't finished. Okay, yeah. And then I'm like a vegan, so huh, you oh, oh. you guys want me to strip? That is, That's I, always I, Matt's I, default. When he's... Have you watched that YouTube video, Matt, <laughs> Matt Hoss Club Set? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh, girls! Oh, 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 oh! You want me to strip? Yep, that's uh, uh that's my, my favorite hot water comedy club clip for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a good one. It's got ten views <laughs> and been banned off YouTube. 
What I like about uh, my impression is then is it what? And obviously that's a very Dan Rhodes thing to say. What I like about my <laughs> about my own thing because I'm such a good actor who can travel. <laughs> um, is that as savage as that was and mean as it was? Wasn't one hundred percent inaccurate. Yeah, that's the thing because like it was, it wasn't even that mean for you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you said worse things, mostly about my cat being that's fat, me. and I don't like that. Your cat's not fat. Well, thank God. Like well, you said, how was your cat? I actually saw her today. Um, it's actually sad not seeing her all the time. Actually, she's not like my best friend. She Sorry, doesn't Dan. care, though, does she? Do you think she, she did? Do you, you, th- you, th- she you think that cat out. when you're not there is thinking, oh, I wish Matt was here? She doesn't even know yeah, your name. Yeah, a bit. Actually, because I went to go and see her, we had hugs all weekend, mate. No, okay. Fantastic that's fair, that's stuff. Fair. She was she was noticeably affectionate. Yeah. Well, uh, she also did a shit in a cat letter, so it's <laughs> six and two threes, so well, she, isn't it? She, she can't not shit around you. <laughs> Which is also one of my uh, my punchlines. Oh, look at that strip and can you shit in front of me? Oh yeah. Oh, my tummy hurts, Matt. What's the matter? I haven't been to the toilet in three days, and the, the girl, the girlfriend's like, Matt, you can. You can go to the toilet. No, it's it's. I think it's considered rude if you do it in front of someone. Well, you don't have to do it in front of me. You just. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how many of my dates went in the early years. <laughs> yes. Um, Matthew, shall we continue uh, with re- some Chinese mythology? Sounds really good. Let's go for it. Bye. We're back for part two of this uh, uh, really long episode one on myths, apparently. But uh, and yeah, uh, welcome. I'm I'm Matt, and we're going to be looking back into Chinese mythology. And Dan, what was the last time we looked at Chinese mythology? Probably even November time. time. Oh yes, we did. Uh, we did like uh, yeah, it was like a Christmas special. Like we um, we talked about the New Year's resolutions and stuff. Uh, New Year, uh, it was the Chinese New Year, wasn't it? The, uh, it was. I thought that was that was really good actually, and uh, we, it's, when we're recording this, it's actually the week uh, of the celebration, and I feel like it's a. Uh, uh, I felt I went into work with a lot of facts with that. Be like, oh yeah, yeah. What, what was your favorite animal from that? My favorite animal from that was the. Was it the rat that got a lift on someone's back? Yes, it was yeah. a rat. Yeah, that was a legend. Oh, I love that rat. It's, this year, of the... course, is the year of the tiger. Have, have the Chinese New Year very recently, yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that means that you have to have a lot of frosties. I have to have a lot. I did actually have frosties today. Oh, my Weetabix. <laughs> oh, it, like, how is Weetabix going? Are you enjoying that? Weetabix is great. I'm still consuming it at an alarming rate every morning. <laughs> You're like a black hole for Weetabix, but anyway, Dan, what are we, what are we looking at today? We are looking at and no, I'm not making this up. The Long Wang. <laughs> was that Phil's set when you saw him <laughs> yes, the other day? Exactly, yeah. We're going to well, look at w- Matt and Dan's Long Wang. And it is... No, it's about the royal uh, 
Long Dynasty in China, otherwise no. known as the Dragon Kings. They're well, I... basically some siblings who like control the weather and stuff, and they're dragons. I don't know what more you need to know about the Long Wangs. Because, like, the, there's every part of my fiver itching to make lots of jokes about Long Wang, but is it rude to do that? I don't know. What am I allowed to? Are we allowed to joke about Long Wangs? <laughs> can, well, can I touch that subject of Long Wang? Can, can I also, can feel also, the edges of Long Wang? As, it's Long Wang, aka Dragon Kings, aka Lung Wang. I don't know if you <laughs> prefer Lung Wang. <laughs> I like Lung Wang because Lung Wang's like, oh, I've got a willy in my pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever breathed on a cock? Let us know, listeners. We want to hear. <laughs> Have you ever had Lung Wang? Lung Wang. Oh, uh, you have Wang Lung. <laughs> again, I'm not sure. Uh, is this inappropriate culturally? I'm not sure. Yes. But oh uh, well, if we ask that question at the start of every myth, they'll. <laughs> well, there's a lot of culturally inappropriate with letters. You have you have done a lot of uh, culturally inappropriate things in your time, Dan Road. <laughs> what I like about our listeners, though, is they just don't write in full stop, be it for bad or good. So yeah, <laughs> we're going to deactivate that 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 myth, uh, that myth's uh, mailbox very soon. So um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Matthew, would you like to start? Off. Start. Let me start on the long wang. There was the start on the long wangs. There are four brothers. We'll take two each. <clears throat> Let's go. There are several families of royal long in China, otherwise known as the Dragon Kings. Perhaps the most important are the Celestial Dragon Kings, but we have a real fondness for the four ocean Dragon Kings. A lot of Dragon Kings. Or dragon um, kings. Yeah. Do you prefer dragon kings or tra- drag kings? Let us know. Um, they are they are the guardians of the wetness. <laughs> they are the guardians. <laughs> no, I don't know what's so funny. We're talking about a long wang, who's the guardian of wetness. I don't know what you're. Why are you being? Why are you being like this? <laughs> You know what, Dan? Recently, I realised that I I have a master's degree in stand-up comedy. I feel like I've watched many smart, interesting stand-up comedy shows. But this thing that makes me laugh more than anything is is really juvenile wang jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, the Ocean Dragon Kings are guardians of wetness. um, My favourite James Gunn film. In every form, they take the rain, river and sea. They each control one of the oceans that surrounds the world and have connections with the Jade Emperor who tells them where rain is needed. So let's introduce ourselves to these dragons. So let's say hello to Alkin, uh, which is south. Dan, do you do that one? I will do Alkin, yeah. King of the Southern Ocean. He's one of the Long Wang Dragon Kings, obviously. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Ao King was the first dragon brother summoned by Ao Guang when Monkey, do you remember Monkey? Oh, Monkey's a fucking legend, mate. Yep. Showed up demanding goodies and funky clothing. Threatened by the deadly iron wishing staff. Do you remember his crazy staff that he got? Yeah. Ao Qing reluctantly handed over to Monkey the cap of red gold. Ooh. So actually hasn't got a huge amount on him, Ao Quinn. All we need to know is he's god of the Southern Ocean and he uh, was a bit scared of Monkey, and um, I think his story is that he's a bit shy. And, oh, Monkey scares me. Monkey's a bit of a terrorizer to these dragon kings, actually. That would be a theme today. But uh, what would happen? crazy about him. He's just the god of the Southern Ocean. What more do you need to be? You know, he's got his job to do. Does it well, I'm sure. What is the Southern Ocean? Is that like 
dinner like that like i assume it's these what we would now call the south china sea oh well someone likes geography oh rude actually um right um so next we'll go to west which is our run let's go and see our run our run the two-faced dragon lord in charge of the western ocean as he's one of the uh the one of the they are one of the Long Wang Dragon Kings, and he's in charge of the Western Sea. He got short change there, as there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> Quite an early flaw in yeah. the whole <laughs> northeast southwest ocean yeah. thing. China is on what isn't a landlocked. It, it has got a lot of like stuff on the west side, I would say. Yeah, well, it's got yeah, it's 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 got a large coastline on the like. East and south, but it has no ocean to the west. It's just mountains in Central Asia. In fact, the furthest point on Earth from any ocean is in Western China. <laughs> wow. So okay. he yeah. would have been, and I'm not going to lie, livid. A very dry dragon. He would have he's been livid. He's a dry, long lang. <laughs> that's, that's like when you apply for a job. And they haven't been quite forthcoming with the like the job description. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you'll be in charge of um yeah well the Western Sea. Oh that sounds important. Yeah no it's really important. I mean yeah you'll we'll be you'll be relocated out to the west, um of China. Oh is it great there? Yeah, yeah no it's really good. Don't look at the map obviously. Um but yeah really great. And yeah you're in charge of all the seas over there. Oh my goodness that's and it's definitely gonna it's pretty big. Yeah you're gonna have a great time. You're gonna have a great time. Well. Yeah, I, I feel like that's... Uh, I've actually been in that experience as well. What? <laughs> um, miss, getting missold a job? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, so there isn't, there isn't a, a Western Sea. There's only a large lake known as the Green Sea. Um, is that a large lake, Dan? The Green Sea? I haven't heard of the Green Sea, but I'm sure it's a decent-sized lake. Are you I'm going to have a look on Google right now. Have a little Google. Let's see how big it is. But if you are like, imagine, right? You you've been signed up to the job, and you got a fucking lake when you're meant to have an ocean. Yeah, you know I mean, and your brother's in charge of like the actual ocean. <laughs> my br- my brother is a, uh, in charge of the proper, like, yeah, full full on. He's in charge. He's Poseidon. Yeah. Anyway, I can't find the Green Sea, so he's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not happening. So uh, I found a Chinese restaurant called the Green Sea. Um, so that's something. Um, nice. gonna check that out afterwards. It's only everyone in... there has long wangs. I'm not sure how to cut that bit out, <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to at this point. Um, but I also found out it's pronounced Aljun. Aljun. Uh, so I'll go for Aljun as a poster our run. Um, so when the newly beweaponed monkey threatened to cause trouble in the underwater palace, Aljun had a bright idea. He smiled a sweetly. He smiled sweetly, gave him a little present, then complained furiously to the Jade Emperor behind his back. Heavenly retribution was swift. Basically, he was like, "Oh, that's nice to have you here," and then bitch found his back. <laughs> yes, I like this. I this right. What we're gonna do at the end? He's you, to... isn't he, man? He's just yes, he's the one that you me. feel affinity with because he got missold a job. He's bitter about it. He doesn't like confrontation, so he doesn't like monkey, but he doesn't want to say anything to his face. It's not. I yeah. respect that. Yeah, and we're gonna find what, which one you are afterwards as well, because. Unless there's another dragon which is uh, a bit salty and uh, tries to be a comedian, but actually uh, it's a uh, it's an underwhelming process. Uh, I don't think we're going to find another dragon lord that's more suitable for me. No, <laughs> no. Next, brother, we have Al Shun, Dragon King of the Northern Ocean. 
Ocean does sound like ocean, to be fair. Yeah, it does. Northern Ocean. And used to own a pair of cloud-stepping shoes. (laughs) But here's the kicker. For no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That was pure North mythology there, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. I like that they've added that caveat. Because that is pure. That's the kind of myths we like to hear about. Let's just give him a really interesting gift or item. For no for no reason. <laughs> no reason whatsoever. No reason. Um, however, he ended up giving them to Monkey, who made far better use of them. Do you remember Monkey just gets all these gifts, don't you? So that's why we, we I wanted to talk about these guys, because we've already done about Monkey before the Christmas episode. He's very mischievous. He gets a lot of nice things from people through being, you know, pra- he's like the Loki, isn't he, of Chinese mythology. Yes. And mm-hmm. clearly these dragon kings, they... They're just not they're just not having any of his BS, are they? So they're just giving him stuff. <laughs> and yeah, this guy's absolutely. like, look, monkey, I've got a pair of cloud stepping boots. I have no idea why I've been given them because I live in the ocean. They're yours. <laughs> and monkey's like, <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe you're monkey, actually. I yeah, I, yeah, I, I made that link too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go to the final one, the uh, Eastern Ocean Dragon. It's Ao Kuang. Um, Ao Kuang. Let's go for that. Ao Kuang. Now he's quite an important one, actually. So yeah. Well, here we go. Uh, the highest and mightiest of the ocean dragon kings. From his palace in the eastern ocean, he not only rules the eastern ways, but lords it over his brothers, the Long Wang Dragon Kings. Now, I would definitely be lord over, be like, oh, I've got this massive fucking ocean, and you've got that tiny little stream over there. Enjoy that, you little twat. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's obviously quite Yorkshire as well. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm Al mate. I'll fucking knock... I'll, 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 let's go down to Mans, and I'll fuck you up, pal. Uh, anyway, Al Kwang is a, a majestic, utterly regal, and aloof being. Despite that, he's also always being pestered by people after a favour. Um, probably the most cheeky requests came from the architect Lu Ban, who wanted to borrow his entire palace for a blueprint. And when Monkey was looking for a good solid weapon, Al Kuang's treasury was his first port of call. After several cups of tea and much frighteningly polite haggling, Monkey chose, chose a huge iron rod, which no one else could lift. This was the famous Iron Cudgel, or Wishing Staff, which Dayu had used to subdue the Great Flood. It weighed 13,000 pounds and had lain for a thousand years beneath the sea. Um, to be perfectly honest, Al Kwong was quite pleased to get rid of it, and as it was taking up most of his space in his treasury, making the place look untidy. Now, here's the deal, Dan. I'm liking Al Kwong, because this guy is me right now. Because you know what I mean, like if people ask him for requests, he likes to help people out. He's a bit of he's a bit aloof, you know. Like and then then he's like, right, there's a lot of stuff in my house. Could you get rid of it? You can have it, absolutely. I'm just it's just gonna go to a charity shop actually. So you yeah. might as well just have it, you know. Oh, that thirteen thousand pound uh, yeah. magical wishing stuff. Don't need it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's very heavy. <laughs> don't Do need it, mate. <laughs> yeah, don't need it, mate. Dan, would you like one of my thirteen thousand pounds? Uh, uh, Wishing staffs in my house. I've got lots of them. Brought them, brought them over how with me. Don't need is, them. Hang on, I need to do the maths. How many? How much is that? About just uh, yeah, thirty thousand um, pounds. Don't have, know, mate. Let's have a look and see. Well, how about you Google? I'll read 13, on. Thirteen thousand pounds divided by. I'll just do fourteen. Nine hundred and twenty-eight stone. Nine hundred and twenty-eight stone. Square mm. tons. Good lord. 
probably nearly close. Anyway, it's heavy. It's heavy stuff. Hard to pick up. Bad design. Anyway, despite several earlier feuds, uh, battles, and complaints to the Jade Emperor, Monkey and Al Kuang did eventually settle their differences to become deadly friends or the best of enemies. His son and heir, Ao Bing, was killed in a terrible battle with Nezia, who was supposed to be killing demons, not dragons. That And this enraged the Dragon King. Um, uh, the enraged Dragon King was so horrifically angry that he even considered making an official complaint to the Jade Emperor. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny, I knocked my mic off there. It was <laughs> like, you know what, you've killed my son, I'm absolutely livid. Uh, I'm going to write a complaint about that, actually. (laughs) That's funny. Um, So, storming from his palace in an awful rage of revenge, El Huang met Neza and was defeated himself. The ultimate humiliation came when uh, Neza spared his life but forced him to transform into a blue snake. The poor dragon slivered off, feeling very impotent and miserable. Life was such a drag for the Eastern Dragon King. That sucked. Yeah, because if you're a long wang, the last thing you want to be is very impotent. Yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling that it's cold. It's definitely turned into a blue snake. I'll tell you that for nothing. <laughs> um, uh, I think, by the way, just FYI, this, um, I think our next episode will actually be, because I was looking into it, um, Neza and that whole battle. So it's kind of a bit of a prequel to that. And, you know, that's that's coming. But uh, Al Guang, yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's the head dragon. He's, he's got some stuff. You know, his son was brutally murdered, uh, whatever. He just, you know, <laughs> side note. Um, and he's yeah. stuff he doesn't really need. Um, but that's that's great. And just to wrap things up for the, uh, this, this myth, um, it says, suffering from a drought, need rain urgently, then turn to the long wangs of the ocean. Make them happy, and they'll be pleased to help. They'll spray you down all over you. All you need is to get them on your side. Um, also, final bit, these dragons absolutely love a party. Um, we've got cake left, right, and centre here. Uh, if you're suffering from a drought, get all the neighbours involved and hold the biggest street party you can manage. Buy fireworks, make elaborate dragon costumes, hire multitudes of musicians, or a comedian from North Yorkshire, and get ready for a good time. Then it will start raining. There you go. See, that's why I also respect by the dragons. They don't just rain on your village or town for no reason. you got to party for it. you got to be having yeah, a good course. time for them to yeah. be like, all right, we'll rain. But ironically, they want it to rain in their parade. So. They do, yes, they do. Yeah. Um, um, not the biggest myth in the world, just an interesting, you know, it's important to know about these these rain dragon, the water dragons, um, the Longwang quite... brothers. I like it though, um, but let's let's have the long ones rain all over us as we go and rank rank this myth, rank not wank. Nice save. Myths. I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we, as per usual, we write these um, myths so that you don't have to, um, which is uh, a way that we kind of, uh, the way that we rank it is uh, in four different categories out of ten. So the first is life skills, the practical things we learn, morals, the ethical things we learn, creativity, the uh, kind of the illustrious and, um, and how uh, interesting a story can be and the conventions of it, and the WTF factor, the things that made us go, what the fuck? And uh, 
Right, so life skills. What practical things did we learn today, Dan? Practical things we learned today are... Wait, let me actually think. What did we learn today? We Don't... learned to give off out, how to give out gifts. Like, does it count? Can we use those as life skills? We learned about the crowd yeah. stepping shoes. Yeah. We learned That's about the good. red gold cape thing. We learned Learn about the wishing staff. We learned how yes. to settle a feud because he went to the Jade Emperor when his son was brutally murdered. Um, we, we learned how to uh, turn into a blue the snake. house. Um, yes, we learned yeah. how to tidy a house. We learned how to turn into a blue snake. Uh, it's probably a four. I would push for five. It's probably think... a five. Yeah, let's go for five. It's five. down the middle. Down the middle. Five, of ne- course, ladies and gentlemen, is what we tend to give. You know, if, if we think it's just like an average, kind of an yeah. average level. It ticks all the boxes, but doesn't excel them. It's a C. Then we've got morals. Moral things we've learned. Um, don't bitch to the Jade Emperor. <laughs> don't bitch to the Jade Emperor. Um, don't... You know, I think there's a moral in the sense that, like, good and bad, they give things to Monkey. I don't know if that's a bad moral or a good moral, because it could be good because it's nice of them, but it could also be bad because it shows that Monkey's just getting what he wants because he's annoying. Well, but I actually think that the deep moral there is that even if you don't like someone or you don't get along with them, uh, it's the idea of deadly friends or best of enemies. And I think that's quite a sweet thing there because it's like, though you don't get along with that person historically, they're still connected to you in some way. Do you know what I mean? Yes, they're, they're part yes. of your identity. And I feel that that's quite an interesting point. Maybe some points for creativity as well for that. But like, I feel like that, that Ao Kuang monkey rivalry was interesting there. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Oh, also, um, another moral is... Um, uh, you know, you know, always check your contract and uh, make sure you don't get <laughs> landed with a bunch thinking... of mountains. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I know. if you're applying to be the god of an ocean, make sure there's an ocean in the area that you're the god of. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy. Aujun, bless him. Um, but I don't think it's much. I would say a two or a three, three maybe. I think a three. The... I think a three. I think a three. It's in there. Um, creativity. I think there's some creative stuff happening. The four dragon brothers, uh, you know, north, south, east, west, um, the different oceans, the different uh, gifts that they gave monkey, their different personalities. We had, you know, um, what do we have? We have the southern dragon. He just seemed to be the youngest. He's just kind of chilling. Then you've mm-hmm. got the western dragon who, despite his, let's be honest, unfortunate um, as we just mentioned, um, geographical issue where he didn't actually have an ocean where he mm-hmm. was. But, you know, they said that he was sweet and kind. He didn't really kick up much of a fuss about it. We respected that. Eastern, they all seemed quite laid back, didn't they? These yeah. long brothers. They were very even the Eastern dragon, the most, you know, he's the, even though he was powerful, he was also aloof. He, and he clearly didn't mind giving someone a wishing staff just because you don't want it in your house. It's kind of a flex. I, I... I feel there's more to these dragons. I think we'll find out about it more. But I think they I think do come that, up in stuff. Maybe we'll... Uh, I think maybe it's six, because I think there's potential there. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And there were some funny things happening. For sure. And finally, WTF. Well, what's the, some of the fucked up things that we saw? And I feel that, oh, maybe not that much in this one, because it's pleasant. It's very nice. Uh, I would say the Nessa thing, the Nessa storyline's... Interesting. I'm yeah, the storyline's pretty messed up. We'll cover that in more. Uh, monkey going around terrorizing them, a bit messed up. Um, being shipped off to a place where there isn't even an ocean. Yeah, I think that it's is the most fucked yeah. up thing there. Because yeah. it's kind of like, like, why do we need three? <laughs> why do we need four dragons? We just did with three. Like, 
yeah, I feel like the bureaucracy of that is uh, fucked up. And also, uh, the idea that if you want if you want them to work, you have to like party for them. Do you know what I mean? It's like yes, that, that's a bit weird. But I think maybe a two or three, two. It probably is a two or a three, isn't it? Should we just do a two? Is that harsh? No, I think that's fair. Because right. I'm overly generous at times, but maybe... I think that's a good judge, I'd say. So, Dan, what's our total in the end? I think it's only 16, is it not? Oh, it's low. But eight, I actually eight? really yeah. enjoyed today. It's a very good one. I enjoyed it. And sometimes what isn't necessarily the highest ranking isn't necessarily the worst story. Yes, um, it's not always a reflection on the, the story itself, is it? Because there's some interesting stuff there, and it's good. Sometimes sometimes the most boring ones are actually the, some of the more important ones because they tend to be the ones that just give you the foundation or the backstory mm-hmm. to some important characters. And I, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's all good, isn't it? Yeah, you know I mean? It's all good in the hood. Well, Dan, well, that was the end of uh, this uh, lovely, uh, lovely podcast record today. Have you had a nice time? Had a lovely time. Thank you, Matt, as always. And uh, yeah, where can people find us online and what should they do? Uh, Myths Podcast, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can send us an email, mythspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, all the big hitters. Give us five stars, please. Yep, all good. And please. if you want to send us a message, you don't have to. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Uh, you probably anymore. won't, but it's fine. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. We're not um... We're not upset with that. But uh, yeah, if you could drop us a, a five-star review, anything like that, it's always helpful. And uh, we always appreciate reading them. So uh, yeah, um, right. Uh, and we we'll, should be back. We're going to try and do it regularly uh, again soon, which is the life's busy for us both. And it is. Uh, it's but, particularly over the Christmassy periods. But maybe we should do it fortnightly. Maybe we should try and like, book agree. in like a Sunday every fortnight. And imagine, imagine that. That'd be quite good. So. Did we just do what we always do, which is accidentally have a production meeting during the podcast? Oh, we're trying to wrap it up. Yeah, bye everyone. <laughs> I'm Matt Hoss. Um, also, follow me on Twitch and listen to Castle, the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, thank you all for being lovely listeners and subscribers. And tell a friend about this podcast too if you think it's fun. I've been Matt Hoss. That's Dan Rhodes. And we'll see you soon. And if you want to keep on listening, we'll have a production meeting. <laughs> That's going to touch our long wangs. Bye. Bye. Myths. Myths.